everybody who's here is in trauma. Your whole house, your whole vision, your dreams of your kid, everything has been shattered. You had a bunch of dreams, like Rabbi Landau spoke about by the Sefer Torah, when you made that kiddush and you said the girl's name, and, and your whole life you had a vision of your home. You know, we've all bought books about the Shabbos table. None of, no books ever looked like this. There was no dogs in the books, and there was no tattoos in the books, and there were no boys and girls and backwards baseball caps and blasting music. This, this didn't exist. So the fact that you're frustrated is, is normal. It means that there's still a part of you that, that is human. And I hope to eradicate that shortly. <laughs> because, because, because we can't afford to be human because the facts are that if we can, if we can get a hold of this, right, if we can get a hold, it's like a wave and it keeps crashing on you and drowning you and crashing on you. But if you get a surfboard and you learn how to surf, it's like you're riding the waves, you're 50 feet in the air, and you're like, bring it on. I know how to do this. Loving it. That's a bit of an extreme, but some people are even like, yeah, come on, let's see what you got for me, huh? You, you have to see, it's sink or swim. Right, right? Sink or swim. It's sink or swim. But once you learn how to surf, you're going to feel good. You're going to have the same tsaras like other people here, and it's so good that you're here. It's so good that we have black belts that keep on coming back. They're all over. And I, I really wish you all will remember to come back because look at new people need chizuk. So the bottom line is, yeah, so the fact is you're normal, but you can't afford to be normal. So here's, what, here's the prescription. We have to fix this problem. First of all, the reason why we can't be normal is because in my experience, right, if we don't do this, then whatever it is that you're dealing with is going to get worse. Because once you have antagonistic kids then you, that are trying to make your life hell, it's a whole different league. Now you have a kid who says, she's my best friend, and still your life is hell. Imagine if he feels she, against you. She doesn't understand me. She doesn't like me. And, 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 and I'm in a war. You know, one of the things that we do so well with the, with the gift palms we eradicate all the lahaches. And look at all the stories out there, all the shomer and atzala being called, the Baruch Hashem we don't need, because the kids are lahaches. Parents who came here, before they came here, their kid came home at 2.30 in the morning, blasted the music in the kitchen, waking up the whole house, went to the circuit breaker, shut it off. Did you know that you can trigger the, the house alarm, the smoke detector, by spring deodorant? At a, at a th- he did it in the middle of the night. There was a war, and the father was running after him. A lot of fathers running after their kids out in the street, and they're on their way with a baseball bat. Not pretty. Not good for the other kids. And then there's a lot of bad stuff of fighting and screaming and yelling. And then not only do you have the dysfunction that you're dealing with, but you have this really yucky feeling that you really start to hate this kid for ruining your life. And and they hate you. And then you have not just dysfunction, you have an enemy in your house. You have an enemy in your house. And you don't know what they're going to do and what they're going to steal and what they're going to bring in because they don't care. It's burn the whole house down. Leave my computer out and my phone out for the younger kids to see. You think I'm bad? I'll bring down the whole house. They don't care about anything. You think he doesn't care about you? He only doesn't care about you in, in, in the chalak in the that he can't, that he can't care about you because he's like this tunnel vision in his trauma and in his spiral. But if he badafka tried to not care about you, you want to hear stories of craziness, 
of kids who threw parties in their, in their parents' house and burned all the stuff was outside the house, the couches, the, the clothing, the mattresses. I mean, trashing stuff because of the anger and pain that they feel that my parents don't love me and accept me. So here's what you need to do. You want to write this down. First thing is, she mentioned it, you got to start taking care of you. You need to go to somatic experiencing. You need to go to the gym. Not, you know, not you don't got to lose weight. Don't get nervous. You got to go to the gym. You got to you got to you got to go to therapy and just just unload and just let it loose. Don't ask advice. That's my job. But you got to you got to take care of your mental health and you got to run. Do you know how to run? Run. Just get your sneakers on and run an hour a day. You got to get the stuff out of here so that way you can be the perfect, perfect mom through this stage. Now, this does not go on forever. This is a stage. You happen to have a lot going on. You have two very difficult situations, right? You have the, things are happening. I believe that as a Hashem, we're going to make it. But it's a stage and you got to have a lot of chizuk. You have to have your sisters, your TP sisters on the group. Pick some of them either tonight after group or on the chat, and say, okay, I need somebody to talk to who's been through this craziness, and down, and they will help you, because more than my voice, you need to hear people who are in there, been there, done that, okay, which we have for you. Dozens and dozens and dozens of them. Pick the ones that you feel comfortable with. If you need somebody to come to your house and schmooze when the kids are asleep, which is really, they, our kids work with us. They give you till 5 p.m. to do whatever you got to do. That's why they're sleeping till five, giving you a chance to clean and do shopping and do whatever you got to do. And then meet people. They'll come to your house. We deliver. Everybody in the room here would drive anywhere to help any, anybody else. And everybody's shaking their head, yes, we are with you. But you don't have time. So you can't go ahead and spend six months unfilling yourself at what you got to do this simultaneously. What you have going for you is your kid thinks that you're his best friend. Okay? That's a good thing. You need to start right away with infusing your life with as much as you can, three times a week, let's say running, twice a week, it just, you figure it out. Pick the cheapest therapist, copay 15 bucks, and just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. You can call me also, and I'm just going to, you know, I'll do other stuff. I'll put you on mute. And no problem. But thank you, by the way, for offering my services, because I have so much time. Okay? There's so much you can do for you, and you need to do that, including coming to group and laughing. Okay? Now, there's also a component here called Imai Anachi Bitzara. Okay? I can just, I'm like a coach. I can't do it. I can't do it. But I can tell you what to do. But everybody here is with you. Everybody here. Similar situations, some worse, some a little better. Nobody called me up. This lady called me up today and she said, Is this Avi? Rabbi Fisher? I said, I'm not a rabbi. Uh, Mr. Fisher? I'm not a Mr. Avi. Yeah, okay. Avi, you got the right number, right? Okay, so um, uh, I need to call you. I said, I can't talk right now. Text me. Are you calling me about your own child or about somebody else's child? How do you know? How do you know what I'm calling about? I said, because nobody calls me to say, you know, anything nice. Nobody calls me and says, "Hi, I just want to tell you, my kid did really great this week." <laughs> you know, his Rebbe, my kid got a 95. Are you Rabbi Avi Fishov? Yeah, just want to tell you, my kid is on the derech. <laughs> Kept Shabbos. Just want to let you know, he was a boy yesterday. He's still a boy. Everything is good. <laughs> I never get that call. My kid wants to get married to a Jewish girl. Never happened. So you got to take care of you. Also, you got to listen to the audio and you got to finish the book because, okay, good. So you got, you got to review it and get into it. I'll tell you why. Because when you're in the insanity, it's like, it's like, it's like, 
It's like you're learning how to play tennis. You play tennis? Okay. So you're learning how to play tennis, and they, they, they go, they do that, right? And you got a ball, and you got to learn how to hit it, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like, boom, boom, boom. There's two balls, three balls, four balls. If you're not going to be a tennis pro, right, you're going to go crazy from all the balls. You have to be able to walk into your house and be a black belt. You have to be able to be smiley. You have to be able to know how to answer. You have to be able to ride that wave, say the right thing, boost, and be on your game like that. And your kids should not be saying, Mommy's stressed. Because that's mamish poison. It's like kryptonite. It's like mamish, what? It's poisonous. They not. It can't be medabic to someone who is nervous. So you not only have to do all your jobs as a mom, clean your house, cook the food, be the wife, be the husband, go to work. All of. Not only that, you also have to be Superman, where you're able to just jump in there and hey, how's it going? Oh, great to see you. Know exactly how to respond, how to compliment, how to heal your children, and that they should feel that you're their best friends. Planting bombs creates a hava. Because the root of Ahava is have, as Rabbi Dessler famously taught us, that have is to give, and it creates Ahava. Go shopping and find things to give them. It's going to create new love that wasn't there before. It doesn't just reveal love. It creates new love. And this whole process of healing is with your love. So the more love you have in your gas tank, in your arsenal, the more you have to give. Okay? I know that you feel totally overwhelmed. Maybe it feels like, you know, when is this going to end? But... You'll speak to people. It's a stage. It's a stage. You're actually doing remarkably well. You really are. I've been through this before. This is your first time? Yeah. I've been through this about 320 times. Okay? It's not fun for me either, even though it's not my kid, but I just have like 1% of everybody's pain. It's a lot. Right? So I'm, I, I'm really fearful and nervous for everybody and hopeful and davening. Everything, just a little bit for everybody, a teeny bit, but it adds up, okay? So I know what you're going through because I could feel it. You can do this. Your husband actually is amazing, which we, you didn't count on, okay? Now, he got it, and once you get it, you stop, you stop, you can do it with your eyes closed. Once you, once you become that black belt, once you really get what you're supposed to do, no matter what they throw at you, you know exactly the right answer, and guess what? It gets so much easier, you look at people here who have worse situations than you are in, but they're, they're calm, they sleep at night, everything's fine because we, know, we just know what to do. So you're right now in a little bit of a low. You're going to learn how to r- ride that wave. You're going to get the help you need so you have the stamina. You're going to get a little bit more skill. We'll have a meeting. I want to meet your kids. right? You're complaining. The kids are complaining. What have we done? How many times have I met you? Fifty? How many times did I meet your kids? Once? They're living with this insanity and dysfunction. I should be meeting them every week. So I do the skip groups, but that's not it. If you need more help, I'm there with your rabbi. When the kids sit with the grandparents and the aunts and the uncles, we had such a great meeting, right? When the, when the other kids see the Rav shaking his head and saying, yes, this is what Hashem wants, he's the Ratz and Hashem, and everybody here should give up because, yeah, he's not normal, he's, he's, he's sick, he's a chayla, or whatever they want to call it, he needs your help right now, he's struggling with life, he's on drugs, he doesn't know if he's going to live or, live or die, of course you're going to give up. And, it's, and, and this, it comes with a whole training. How many speeches from the sibling training audio did they, did they listen to? Take him in the car, I gave you 20 hours worth for them to listen to. Let them listen to it. Go, go through the recorded sibling trainings with them in the car. Take them for a ride. My kids growing up, in the la- since TP started in the last eight years, there are some of them that are really funny. 
There's the three angry siblings. Remember that one? The three angry uh, siblings that came that I didn't want them to see. It's not such a clear recording because I don't want to record it because I knew if, if it's a microphone, they're not going to be honest. So I hit it, and afterwards I asked them if it's okay. And I changed their voice. I, changed, I had to beep a lot of beeps. I had to beep. Whoo, these kids, these kids. So I had to do a lot of beeping, whatever. My kids, when growing up, so my oldest was eight years ago, seven or six years ago. My oldest was 18. My baby was... 13, 12, when we went on trips, they would say, can we listen to the three angry siblings? And it's a lot to learn from it. It was entertaining, but it's a lot to learn from it. Let them listen to the training, to the, to the, um, the PowerPoint stuff that we do. Train your kids. At your Shabbos table, when you're, if your kip is there or not, the only divrei you should say is the ones from GPS, which is all about love, and the ones that are in the book. Love and stories of Ahavis Yisrael and giving up for somebody else. We are asking of our 2,000 plus siblings to also become angels. They never get to sit in the front. It's always Kip in the front. It's always Kip in the spotlight. It's always Kip dog and this and that. And they're worried about Shaduchim. And they're worried about. We have to fortify them with Emuna and Bitachan. We should be learning with our kids. Time of the Vera. Right? The time of the Vera. Learn it with your kids. Make them angels. The kids who get it in two years from now will say, we steigt. We steigt. They're going to learn how how we look at another Jew in struggle, how to not look down. Teach them all these different terrorists. Share on your chats all the stuff I send you that's appropriate for them. We have to train them because they're the ones who, in a way, they feel maybe in a way they're suffering more than you. Your parents, you have a life, but who's going to want to marry me? Tell them about the great Shaduchim we do in our group. Baruch Hashem. Tell them how many Shaduchim we've done where... People looked into the family and they said, no, they're a family you want to marry into because they love their kids. Like Rav Steinman said, Rav Steinman said, if, they, if they're merachik, the child don't do a shidduch with them. Give them the answers to their questions. Build up their emunah bitachan and, and explain to them that Hashem gave us this neshama in ikvas of the Mashiach as a favor to us for a tikkun to be masake in the chet of sinas chinam with ahavas chinam. And we're going to give up for her and we're going to give up. And you're so lucky that you're healthy enough to be the giver. There's a story I always share with the siblings. I want to share it with you. Uh, lately, I stopped saying it. I should say it again. I don't remember the name of the Rebbe that it happened to. Please, if anybody could find out. Rabbi Rappaport told me the story. I don't remember the name of the Rebbe. There was two rich guys, chassidusha guys, Chaim and Moshe, and they did a shidduch. Chaim had a boy, Moshe had a girl, and they were Meshadach, and they each pledged to support a lot of money. They gave all the rubles and whatever it was called to the wedding. You know the story already? All of a sudden, Chaim lost all his money before the wedding. What? Okay, I don't give away the punchline, but you know who the Rebbe was? Sanzaruv? I don't think so. Yeah, before? Okay, let me know. Anyway, so Chaim lost all of his money, and Moshe said, listen, I want to break off the Shidduch. Chaim said, you can't break off the Shidduch, you have no right. I, it's not that I have money and I'm not giving it, I don't have money. So Moshe decided to go to the Rebbe. So he went across Europe, whatever it was, he took his horse and buggy, came Arab Shabbos to his Rebbe, and I find out who the Rebbe is, and he knocks on the door, whatever it is, goes to the Gaba, the Rebbe says, oh, look who's here, Moshe, Mazel Tov, you did a shidduch, yeah, Rebbe. He says, why, why are you here? He says, I came because Chaim lost all of his money, and he wants to break off, I, and I want to break off the shidduch. Chaim says, it's not right, I have no right to, and I, I don't want to go, I, I made a shidduch with a rich guy, he can't pay for the wedding, he can't support them afterwards, it's not fair. The Rebbe tells him, right now we're going into Shabbos, we'll talk Matzah Shabbos, but Moshe, you're going to be happy you came to me. 
Ooh, Moshe's the whole Shabbos, he's enjoying such a Friday night, and a tish and a Shabbos morning, the whole Shabbos, he's so happy. I'm going to be happy that I came to him. Zayigit, it's wonderful. After Havdullah goes back into the Rebbe, the Rebbe tells him, listen, not only you can't break off the Shidduch, but you should help Chaim pay for the bills. You have a chiyav, a responsibility to help him pay for the wedding, and lend him money, and take care of Chaim. So Moshe says, Rebbe, I'll listen to whatever you say, but just explain to me. When I came in Arab Shabbos, you said, I'm going to be happy that I came to you. The Rebbe said, no, you know, you misunderstood. So you should be happy that you're the one coming to me, complaining that Chaim lost all his money, and not that Chaim came complaining that you lost all your money. Right? This is your problem, and look at his problem. And this is what I tell the siblings. Tell the siblings that you're right. You know, you're sitting over here like you guys are all bulletproof. Could have been you. You don't know who could have been hurt or who could have get confused even though sometimes the kids think it's the Sahara. Okay, it's not their fault. Maybe you could have gotten the big Sahara. Maybe you would have been had a learning disability or you would have had difficulties in school. How do you know? So it's very nice. And I see, you know, over 2,000 siblings. I see all different shapes, you know. And they think like, oh, it's good. For you. You're not better than your brother. You don't know what happened to your sister. So be happy that you have a life and you have pride, you have self-esteem and your parents love you and like you and are proud of you, and you can get married, and you can build a house, and your problem is, your big problem is, that you have a crazy brother or sister that you have to be nice to, and who smells not so good in the house exactly the way you want, and and, then you'll deal with it. Isn't that better than if your brother was sitting here talking about you? And that's the part of the training you got to give to them. You're going to be mavater. Not because it's easy to be Mavata. You can go ahead, you can make a chart. By the way, this is a great thing to do. You make a Mavata chart. You put your kip on there also. Because he shouldn't look different. And, and he's never going to get any stars. So you, you just add them for no reason, right? And you show your kids, wow, honey, come here. Or you do a private one with the seven-year-old. Could be a, a young kids. You gave up. Wow, come here. You get a star. By the way, kids will do anything for that star. You know, I used to be in, in shul, I had all the young kids, and I, I wanted them to daven well, so I gave out tickets, the whole, I had like 30 kids sitting next to me by davening, and I gave out tickets by, by shacharis, right, and by omen, and if I wanted them all to be great, I said, if everybody's good, I'll give everybody an extra ticket, and they all did it, if everybody gets an extra ticket, you don't have any more odds of winning the lottery, they're happy to get the ticket, the ticket is the prize. So you can have, you know, if you get 10 stars, you get a bigger star. And then they'll work for that bigger, 10 bigger stars. You never even have to give them a gift. Or you can give them a cookie, or you can spend time with them, whatever it is. They don't do it for the prize. They do it for the recognition. And you'll give them a prize also. So you go, honey, every time you give up for, and they get it. And they get it. The youngest kid that I ever heard this from, in group here at a sibling training. At a sibling training. It was a seven-year-old girl. She was sitting on your chair where you are right there on the second row. And she told a story. There were about 35 girls here. She told a story. She said, I went to my sister and I told her, Javi, you look so pretty in that sweater. And everyone in the room went, ah. And she said, shut up, you stupid head. And everyone in the room went, ah. (laughs) Horrible story. And then she looks at me and she says, but I didn't take it personally because I remember you told me last time that she's going through a very hard time. children can be trained. A seven-year-old little pipsqueaks understood my 16-year-old sister is going through a hard time, so don't take her personally. And she didn't. Now imagine if she would tell you the story and you told her every time that happens you get a star. 
it would be even better. Isn't that amazing? A seven-year-old. We have kids here, eight-year-old, nine-year-old. I ask them, do you want to go off the derech? They say, no. I say, why not? You can do whatever you want. You, you don't have to wake up in the morning. And they say, right? And they say, no, I don't want to be, I want to be happy. This little kid say, because I want to be happy. They know that going off the derech doesn't make you happy. They know that doing drugs doesn't make you happy. They just need to be trained by parents who are calm. Never, ever complain. Never complain. Never cry in front of them. Never, ever, ever show them that you don't know what you're doing. Tell them, kids, kindalach, we have a major problem with Chaim. We have a major solution. Our rub is involved. And we have the best guide in the entire world. We have full faith in the, in the method. And we have full faith in Hashem. We are going to grow and everything's going to be great. When the kids see mommy is scared and Tati doesn't know what the heck he's doing, it's very, very terrifying. Calm, cool, and collective. If you don't know what to say, you tell your kip, you know, Maishi, I don't know what to say. I just know I love you. Give me a big hug. And then you say, oh, my stomach hurts. I got to go to the bathroom. And then you call me. <laughs> I get tons of calls from the bathroom. That's why I don't use video chat. Everybody's calling me, Avi, I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, I hear the fan. What happened? What'd you do? What'd you do? Okay? So you don't have to know, but you'll calm, cool, and you have to bake emuna into your children. We have faith that this is Lataiva, and it's not as a punishment to us, and it's some kind of a tikkun for us, and it's our privilege. There are so many lost souls in the world, and Hashem put one in our house, and we are the healthy ones. And the healthy have to care for the weak. You have to build them up that they are strong. You have to boost them. We are lucky. The healthy take care of the weak. The healthy take care of the sick. You're lucky. You go to school. And I tell the kids, every time Tati says no to you, you know what that means? You're still healthy. When you say no, you say, thank you, Hashem. It means I'm I'm healthy. Right? And you shouldn't be saying no for no reason. You should be very careful. And you should be spoiling them emotionally. Not physically. And any, any, any... Any battle that you're going to lose anyway, lose it with dignity and give it to them before. A lot, of, a lot of you know you have a kid where half the class already has the thing and you don't want to have the thing. You have a shita. Wrap it and give it to them. You're going to lose the battle anyway. Do it before it's a battle because otherwise you're traumatizing the kid. I don't get it. I'm getting hundreds and I go to school every single day and I want whatever that everyone else has and you're hassling me and meanwhile this kid is smoking on Shabbos in his underwear and you're going... I love you. That's a trauma. You got to be very smart. And you got to boost your kids. If you look at the families here, our families consistently say, testimony, that after all the pieces come together, it's a bit rocky. When it all comes together, the parents consistently say, everybody gains. The kids steig. The family becomes healthier, stronger. They start caring about each other. Inter-sibling bombs is very important. Don't wait for a crisis. Start building up that have by getting your little one to give to the older one and older one to give to the little one. Inter-sibling bombs is very, very, very powerful stuff. Use the tools that work. And of course, Taira, Tvila, Masim Taivim, Tzedaka, all the other stuff that you have to do. Go to your Rebbe's for brachas constantly. Go to Rebbe Kanievsky. If you have a kvitl, send it in. Find the big Gedolim and Davin and Davin and ask and bait and kren. 100%. Is plenty of time for everything. You, it, right when you're when you're doing a shtadlus, you can't daven because you have to do a shtadlus. There's plenty of time. 
One minute when you can, when you can feel it, when you like the nearest, but not in front of your kids. No crying in front of the other kids. You show your other kids, we have a machla, there's a refuah. We have a muna, we have betach, and that this is going to work. And then you work on yourself at the same time to actually mean it. Plus, keep coming to group. Keep coming. There is a power, a kayak of the tzibur. Nothing to do with me. There's a tzibur here that backs each other and davens for each other and cares about each other, and that has a tremendous power. What I have found is, repeatedly, again, work through it, plow through it, work the system. A year later, two years later, you'll see the character of your kids is going to grow if the character of the parents grow. You start controlling your anger. You start controlling your anxiety. You start controlling being judgmental of people that you don't like or understand. Right? Even Rabbanim, even Tzadikim, even Rishayim, doesn't matter. Whatever it is, you start getting control over that, having an eye in Toiva, and you'll start seeing your children. They're going to work it out. They're going to have their days. They're going to have their moments. They're going to have their times that they're uh, frustrated. And you bring them to the Rav, you bring them to Avi, you bring them to group, you give them pieces of the book to read, you pass on some of the videos that are good for them, you give them the sibling training, you work the system. It's a lot of work. But guess what? You give them hugs, lots of hugs for the other kids. I have kids that tell me, I don't understand, my parents, everything, yes, 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 yes. No, 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 no. What? No. You can't do that. You've got to really parent properly. You don't have to parent different. Just go to the go to Nesivei Chinuch. Parents with the regular kids, according to Nesivei Chinuch, you'll be fine. But you can't afford to be wrong and make mistakes. You can't afford to say, I love you, I love you, and not hug your other kids. Start talking to them and being there for them in every way that you can. Healthy kids, so easy. It could be an extra cupcake. It could be picking them up by recess and just spending time with them and being there and understanding them and hearing them out. There's a lot that we can do. It's true. It takes a lot of time. Okay? That's why I don't recommend having kips. But once you have them, your house becomes the hospital and the psych ward and you're the doctors because who else is going to save your kid? If you have, if sure, if you have kips that have, if the, if the skips have their own trauma, then you use your skills now so they don't have to go and, 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 and do drugs and stick a needle in them to get some attention. And that, that's a lot of resentment from some of the kids. They say, what do I need to do to get some attention around here? Do I need to be Michal Shabbos? No, you've got to give them attention. And tell that to your kids. Tell your kids, the skips, you give me so much nachas, and one day he will too. I have a muna, and I believe that he will also. But right now, it's a hospital. Right now, we are doctors and nurses because there's very, other, very few other people that you can actually rely on. I would love to say, send them to therapy. First of all, they don't go. They don't talk. So what are you going to do? How many therapists did you try already? It doesn't work for some of our kids, and those are the ones in this room. I'd love to say, send them to rehab. What's the success rate of the rehab? And you have to want it, right? So who is going to save your kid if not for you? Only you. Only you. And of course, with Siata Deshmaya. And you have to believe that Hashem is holding your hand. Just like by every chayla, by the head of the chayla, the Shekhinah is there, the Shekhinah is with you, 100%. You go to Hashem and you dive and you say, Hashem, Tati Amami are two Shutfim, and we voted. We want this kid happy, alive, happy, healthy, and from. Right? That's what we want. And we're doing everything beyond our natural capabilities. This is unbelievable. We're twisting into a pretzel. And I'm sure Hashem is going to say, okay, you got my vote also. I have no doubt.